You're listening to Fox on the Wire podcast. Okay, welcome everybody. We are here at Cafe Gummo in Thornbury. We're here for an album launch for Gutters Grew, but that's not who we're talking with tonight. We are talking with a sextet from Melbourne called Rusted Tongue. Uh, they serve up folk punk laced with gravel and honey on a rusted platter. Did I get that right? Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Second time lucky. Well, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Hello, we're, thank you. We've got you. four out of six of you here with us tonight at the moment. The others will be here later, obviously. Uh, so who have we got starting with uh, Fran, I think? Yeah. We've yep. got, we got um, Fran. I'm Fran and I play trumpet and ukulele. And you sing. And I sing, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Steph, and I play guitar and vocals. I'm uh, Jordan, I play drums. <laughs> I play drums. <laughs> it's Jordan on drums. Yeah. Um, I'm Lauren, and I play clarinet and bass clarinet. And backup vocals. And backup vocals. <laughs> well, we know you're a multi-talent, Lauren. You've, uh, uh, cello. And <laughs> cello bellow. Lauren's actually yeah. played cello with me for the last few years uh, on my last couple of albums as well. So um, how long have Rusted Tongue been a thing? Oh, three years, I think. Yeah, Give about three time. years. Um, we had a little bit of a break while Fran was travelling around Australia. Yep. Uh, well, kind of a break. It just... Three years feels like a long time, but there was like a year and a half yeah, where we yeah. weren't doing anything. Yep. So, has yeah. there been a few lineup changes? Because there's so many of you. Like, um, it, overall, it's been pretty good. I think it's just Jordo's um, uh, our third drummer. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's been around for about a year. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Is he going well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we keep him around. Keep for him around. Very lucky to have the him. drums. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're here tonight. Uh, you guys are supporting Gutters Grrr. Is that how you say it? I actually asked I Mark yeah. this earlier, <laughs> and um, he said that I can put the emphasis wherever I want. So yep. from now so on, I'm going to say Gutters Grrr. Yeah, I think that works best. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, his or their album launch, but you guys are supporting. Um, and I actually haven't been here before. This is a cool little venue. Yeah. Yeah, we love it. So. Got a good vibe. Really yeah. good vibe. It's actually an anti-far bar. Um, so they do a cool thing where their tip jars donated to a different um, cause each month. And that changes, like, depending on what's going on. And mm-hmm. it's a really um, safe, inclusive space. So it's nice to be here. Yeah, definitely. Cool. And you guys played last night as well. We did. Yep. Down at our front of our Footscray or Poof. Um, we love being there too. They're an ex- excellent venue. So fun. Yeah. yeah. They, Lovely people. yeah, it's uh, since it, we were there last, like maybe yeah. about a year ago, yeah. yep. uh, they've just kept on throwing paint on the walls and there's amazing murals and um, it was just, it's just a really cosy place to play. Yeah. Um, and they got karaoke rooms, yeah. Oh, wicked. Yeah. So I think there's two karaoke rooms there. Lauren and I were strutting our stuff, yeah. um, which was really, really fun. Yeah, cool. Um, and I think they do that here from just before we hit record. The the bar guy was saying they do karaoke here as well. Yes, on a Thursday. <laughs> and I've seen some videos. I haven't been yet, but it's amazing because there's people doing like metal and hardcore punk songs, <laughs> but karaoke. And I feel like that's something that's really missing from your average karaoke night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone loves to be a part of the sacred art of karaoke. <laughs> yeah. I think it's entertaining for everyone. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> 
Um, so is there a main songwriter for you guys or do you sort of like for the for the main part of the song and then you bring it into the rest of the band for them to do Fran's thing? been the main songwriter um, and then I do some writing and then we work together so yeah yep. some yeah. of them have been like uh, the last few songs I think have been pretty much entirely collab which is really fun mm-hmm. um, and they've been coming out an absolute treat because I think um, individually as musicians we've all got a lot to offer and like years and years of experience um, individually and then combined it's just like thousands of years really um, so it's, uh, it's really really that's been, a really good way to look yeah, at it yeah it's, it's been um, really fun yeah. as like uh, we develop more as a band together as, as time goes on so yep. yeah yep. so you've all done obviously projects previously to yeah. this band yeah yeah over the years yeah so I, I uh, was mostly doing solo stuff so just oh, a, yeah. a girl and a guitar kind of jam yep. um, and I haven't been in many bands Fran? Yeah, I played in a band called um, Admiral Akbar's Dishonourable Discharge, which is a ska band. Um, and I love those guys. They're, they're a lot of fun. And um, yeah. And um, Giorgio is the man of many bands because drummers are hard to come by, yeah, apparently. Yeah, absolutely. And Lauren, yeah. Yeah, um, I play in a couple of projects and here and there on people's albums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone we um, might know? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a gun for hire. <laughs> An absolute gun. Um, so what, what are the, some of the inspirations for the band's music or the writing? Look, I think it... I don't know. I think we started this project not really knowing where it was going to go um, because we're so eclectic with the types of instruments we have. Um, but I don't know, like myself, I really love rock and punk and... Um, sort of proggy stuff and really 70s orientated stuff and then I you know I dig stuff from the 90s too and yeah we kind of all just yeah bought our own little individual tastes like it's been hard for me because when I was just doing solo stuff I like to make people cry when I sing so um so I've had to try and write in a more happy manner for this band or not necessarily not happy just differently like yeah um it's a lot faster and yeah so that's been fun um but I think the general consensus, like, we, we really like Gogol Badello and, and bands mm-hmm. like that that really hit hard and, um, yeah, sort of... Yeah, and embody our I want to make people well. dance yeah. to our songs. And yeah. I think um, having, like, the clarinet and the fiddle and trumpet and all those little bits, they add that extra little vibe to it that yeah. hopefully makes other people want to get up and move as much as I want to move when I'm up on stage. Yeah, well, from what I've heard... Um, from, from, I haven't seen you guys live, but you've definitely got heaps of energy in the music. And, like, the fiddle definitely adds that sort of dancey energy, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Kat's our fiddle player, and she plays in Ramshackle Army, and she's, um, <clears throat> which are a phenomenal band. Um, and, yeah, she's, she's just a powerhouse. and She is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of fun oh. to watch and a lot of fun to listen to. And I love that uh, she can pretty much get up on stage with anyone and just play yeah. along, and it's amazing. Yeah, she knows her stuff. <laughs> she's yeah. a complete music nerd. Which Has is, a um, great ear. I think she's one of the her. most amount of bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. I think fiddle players seem to be a bit like that, don't they? They're oh, just sure. so 
tuned into their instrument. Yeah. And yeah, you could probably chuck them up on stage yeah. with anybody and Absolutely. they just jam it out. But yeah, yeah. when it's she such, plays, like, yeah. it's just like an extra limb. It's, it's, it's really nice <laughs> yeah. to watch her play. It's such a cool live instrument, that one. I yeah. quite enjoy the, because not a lot of bands have it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when you see it, it's really energetic and mm. uh, really ramps mm. things up a bit. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Lauren um, sent me a sneaky preview of the the new EP that's coming out. Yeah, yeah. what would you think? Yeah, really cool. High yeah. energy, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And a, yeah, really dancey as well. Yeah. Um, so when's that? When are we going to, or when's the rest of the world going to see that? <laughs> wow, funny you should mention <laughs> that. Uh, so we're, run, we're running it a bit late now with all of our event invites or whatever, but we're having the event on the 27th <laughs> of March at... Uh, bar open. Bar open. I was oh, about yeah. to say Fitzroy? the other bar, the old bar. No, 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 no. Bar open. <laughs> bar open. I'm so, gonna um, mix that today for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the 27th of March. Yeah. We've got um, Crybaby and Dirty Harriet and the Hangman and the Mighty Wolfpack. Yeah. So we've got a really fun eclectic lineup, and um, I think it's just gonna be a really good night. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be super fun. Yeah. Like I love all, all the other bands we're playing with, and it's yeah. gonna be so nice to release our. Baby EP to the yeah. world. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So how long have you been working on that? Like how long is it, when did um, you start recording that? Well, really since... Um, August, I think. Yeah, since yeah. about August. Oh, yeah. We spent a lot of time in the studio. It was a new thing. Like I'd never recorded... I'd never recorded... Um, guitar before i'd only ever done vocals so yeah it was fun but how how long were we in the studio it was about 32 hours i think all up um because we've got really varying experiences with recording um and so that was a giant learning curve for us but it was also really um i don't know it was a really really positive experience i think and and max ducker who recorded the ep for us he he's brilliant Mm. Um, and he was really supportive and it was really nice just to work with somebody really professional. Yep. And, um, yeah, I think we totally hit the sounds that we wanted yeah. and what we were going for. Yeah, I just cool. took a really cool thing as well was that Mark actually mixed our first show. Max! I thought, yeah, Max, <laughs> sorry, I'm thinking about Mark from Gutter's Guru. Um, yeah, Max mixed our first show, so that was really yeah. special to have him be there for that and for our first EP. Cool. So... So what uh, studio did you record that at, the EP? Uh, Cellar Sessions Studio. It's just a little home studio out in uh, Coburg. Um, oh, yeah. So it was really nice and comfy. And They had dogs. Yeah, he's got two <laughs> giant dogs, uh, Malamutes, which um, definitely helped. Yeah. Uh, the energy. And the and plants. The and yeah, oh. it was just really beautiful. It was really nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Felt really welcome and we ate yeah. so much bakery yeah. food. Yeah. <laughs> Bless the A1 bakery. A1 bakery, please sponsor us. <laughs> Our Lord and Saviour. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, was it a five track EP? I think there were five tracks you sent yes. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah. So, do you guys like the studio or are you more of a live band? Um, I think we're like, now that we've done it, I'm. Like, I love playing live, but I think it was a really, um, it was a, it was such a, like, a really weird process for us, I guess, like, or for me, um, mm. to, to go through the ins and outs of exactly what it meant to put our music into a solid form. Mm. Um, 
So I'm definitely keen to get back into the studio I, at some point. I feel like sure. I've um, grown as a musician yeah. after, since being in <laughs> yeah. the studio. Yeah. And just um, in my the way that I listen to everyone in the band and uh, that, yeah, we connect on stage. So I'm totally keen to hit the studio again. Yeah. I wish we had infinite money and time so we could <laughs> yeah. just, like, hang out forever and just see what happens, that record this, record that. But, yeah. no. We are working class music. <laughs> yeah, it's a different thing being in the studio, isn't it? Like mm, um, very much so. But it's it's also really cool once you get comfortable and um, to get all your songs down and all the layers. Like especially with you guys, like there's six sort of. There was thirteen different layers that we put yeah. down. Um, so it was a lot yep. um, because we also had like extra backing vocals um, and yeah, we had about. Lauren played the cello on tracks, which yeah. she hasn't played um, cello live for a while. So, yeah. and that was really beautiful to have that it back was. in it again. I love it. Um, yeah. Cello. Yeah. So it's really really cool. Cool. So, what instruments do you have in the band? Like, what you've got trumpet, got a bit of ukulele. Yep. Guitar, fiddle, um, the clarinets. Yep. Uh, the bass and alto. Yeah, soprano. Yeah. Soprano, yeah. sorry, and and bass clarinet. The drums. Been messing with some other instruments. We have indeed. <laughs> we have, yeah. And then the bassist Eva, of course. Like, yeah, the bass yeah. player Eva. Uh, we've been playing with a little piano accordion, yeah. like a half size oh, yeah. one. And uh, I'm I'm trying that out. I'm a novice. It's hard, <laughs> but um, I'm hoping we can do a, a couple yeah. of songs with that in it for something different. I love the so. piano accordion. I saw it's you guys so playing cool. it on your Facebook video. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were playing it and then yeah. You... Yeah. 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 So I'm about that good. <laughs> and I'm about that good. Yeah. Um, so Still sounds great. Originally, I um, played piano, so... Uh, this is like, you know, when I was in primary school and into high school, but I haven't played it since I decided I wanted to be a rock and roll guitarist. Um, so I don't know. It's not like a bike. I don't remember uh, yeah. the things. So I've been trying to learn new stuff on piano and then to put it onto piano accordion. But yep. yeah, I think the thing with piano accordion is confidence. <laughs> and yeah. then everything sounds nice. Is that, it's different to a squeeze box, isn't it? Well, it's kind of a squeeze box with the piano, right. I guess. So yeah. I think it's a combination of the squeeze box and, um, except from memory, squeeze box is all buttons yeah. with no piano. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And every granddad has an accordion. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, my dad's a really good piano accordion player, yeah. um, but he doesn't play music very much now. But it's been fun since I've been trying to learn. I've coaxed him into playing. <laughs> and um, he was trying to help me learn, and he's like, you just have to practice more, Steph. And I was like, I know, oh, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, practice, Dad. Practice. He's like, I don't know how to help you. No. <laughs> Why don't you just get a seventh member and hire your dad, get him in the band? Get Vic. He'd love it. I would love Okay. It's drive so, you insane but I quite like this yeah, so, uh, I would have I'd him on for happy. a cameo but <laughs> if he was singing God save us all <laughs> what's an extra person when you've already got six <laughs> that's what they say yeah uh, oh, I don't think we can fit anyone else yeah, like. <laughs> well, yeah the stages are small yeah <laughs> I saw the stage here tonight and I'm like yeah. mm, how are we going to fit six oh, we, people we on? stand on the ground oh, yeah, yeah okay. I think we'll have like, w- the yeah. drums and amp yeah. on the stage and everyone else can just be free yeah. yeah, that's not yeah. a bad idea. Yeah. I feel like, you know, that little bit in front of the stage is usually pretty vacant anyway. Yeah. Everyone's like, I don't want to be the first one there. What's, 
heard that in the live scene. I think here. it's. A fir- I was thinking about it last night because yeah. I was like dancing away off to the side of the stage, and there's everyone sitting in a semicircle or standing, sorry, as usual. And I was like, I should just go and dance there. <laughs> Other people will come, and then I'm like psyching myself out of being the first. So I feel like That's maybe everyone does that is collectively. Yeah. 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 yeah it's weird. No one wants to go right up the front unless other people are already there or something. I think it could be psychologically linked to Mm. bystander syndrome where uh, people don't do something because they expect someone else is doing it. So it's kind of like that same um, psychological trait applied in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes you get lucky and there's that one drunk person that will be that one person lucky that stands on Lucky or unlucky, I don't know. <laughs> it can turn bad, yeah. depending. Everyone Marty. needs a Marty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was this God. guy. What was it? Was it in Wollongong? Uh, yeah, Wollongong. Yeah. And there <laughs> was this we one tour. guy. And uh, we didn't have a full band. We were kind of a stripped back version. So it was like me, Steph. And Eva. Eva. And, um, oh, and, and uh, Bradfield on drums my partner and we were out there and we were playing this really beautiful it was called Rad Bar Rad Bar that's it and it's like this beautiful old hall and um, but in those halls like the acoustics are amazing um, but the floorboards are really hollow so if you're stamping around you can really hear it mm. and there was this really old dude called fucking Marty who had too and, much he, acid and he had too much acid in the 70s and, and sh- off his absolute tit and he was I think he's a pretty <laughs> solid bar fly there they, yeah. they seem to know him pretty well and he was banging his foot and he was out of tune and, and out of time and oh, it was just, man. it was Screaming the worst. Faces. So, like, yeah, I don't think they're always appreciated, yeah. the first dances. Like, you know, it's all, you know, it's case by case. Yeah. <laughs> I remember back in our early days, my first band, I think we played, um, do you remember The Laundry in... Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it, is it still called The Laundry or is in it something... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, still, yeah there. still there. Yeah. Crazy Town like played there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Crazy Town played there and Dead Already supported, which was like, what? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well Dead Already are an incredible yeah, Melbourne yeah. band. Oh, there you and, go. And um, they supported them, which was they hilarious. Um, yeah, they're fantastic. Wow. Um you know, crazy town. I don't know what I can say about them, but <laughs> they did have that one banger. <laughs> yeah, well, my memory from that was, yeah, one crazy sort of, I think he had long dreads and he was really into what we were doing and he was just head banging at the front of the stage just and sort of... Clearing a circle. Running, yeah, it was all him and we, we loved it. Yeah. It's hard to get a reaction out of people sometimes. I think that's good, but I felt Marty's main problem was that, that he should have been much. on the stage. Like yeah. he really, he wanted to be the centre of everything rather than being a part of it. And so yeah. I was like, where's your fucking band? Yeah, you lost yeah. your I shit, did. I was so mad. You tried to be nice for a few songs and then it was just like, no. It was more. just like, no. Which is fair, I think. Yeah. You know, there's got to be. That sounds over know. the top. It's yeah. When it yeah. gets in the way of the music. It was just yeah. becoming really awkward. I'm like, dude, you're really yourself, awkward. man. And like, I, like, I've learned a lot from that. Like, yeah. I still, yeah. I don't know. I was still like, this is our time to be up here. I mean, I still got some love for Marty in a way, you know. Me like, he too. taught us so much. He did. Um, and yeah, he loved us. Like afterwards, yeah. he was saying how good we were, and I was like, "Well, maybe you should listen when we are like, get away, please." <laughs> Sounds like he was just in his own world. Yeah, just that's it. Tripping so, out. But it's a so really Marty, good tour experience. Simmer down. Yeah, <laughs> he won't be. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I don't know. That's serious shit that only happens on tour, really. Like, and in mm. Melbourne, that wouldn't have flown. Like, no one would have let him yeah. do that. True. Like, as in audience members, but I think in Wollongong, they're a bit used to him at that bar. So. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. Like it. It's amazing how drunk 
some of the venues let people get sometimes. Yeah. Do you find that? Yeah. yeah. To the point where they're uh, Ooh, yeah. causing a bit of trouble with, you know, everyone else who's trying to just have a good time. Have a yeah. Time. yeah. And they keep serving them drinks. And we, we all like drinking, but yeah. geez. <laughs> Not like Marty. Not like Marty, no. Uh, I feel like cool drinking Marty. was the be least cool. of his problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're bless. The bars, they're the bars I love they don't kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jordan, you're the drummer. Yep. Switch the mic around. <laughs> uh, are, you, are you in a few bands, are you? Uh, yeah, I'm in another punk band, um, Kmart Warriors. Yep. And uh, I'm starting another band that doesn't have a name yet. And I'm not even sure what genre it is. Like metal or hardcore, maybe. Yep. Um. So yeah, three bands on the go. No more spare time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with it. <laughs> I think my relationships are all rough. You <laughs> drummers are pretty busy these days, aren't they? You find a good drummer, and they're oh, pretty. And he is a good drummer. Busy. Yeah, <laughs> I always had issues with bass players, like finding bass players. So yeah, um, drummers are even fewer than that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what sort of music are you into? Are you into your metal? Uh, I don't know yeah, why well, I think that, but I reckon you might be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like the older you get, the bloody soften up a bit. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm in this band, get soft. Soft? <laughs> 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 Did you ever play with oh, but this before is, you were with us? <laughs> no, no, but this is like, with this band, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, you play punk and you can just play it flat out. Yep. And Peppered with mistakes, but it doesn't matter because, you know, that was 10 seconds ago. Just <laughs> three songs. I don't know, yeah. But yeah, this is more, uh, it's got more of a swing feel to it, sort of thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm practicing more like jazzy swing kind of music. Yeah, okay. To, to, to get a feel for it, you know what I mean? So it's a big part of the whole dancey vibe, obviously, your beat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um,. Yes. <laughs> yes, I certainly make the band. <laughs> I make the swing. Yeah, that that wanker. <laughs> and the boogie king. Swing low. And uh, Lauren, what are you, you? What are you doing in this band? You're playing clarinet. Uh, yes, clarinet and bass clarinet. Yep. Yep. <laughs> playing a bit of, bit of cello these days? Um, a little bit. Not so much these days because of my arm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's slowly getting better, so hopefully one day cello again soon. Yeah, it still gives you issues trying to play it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you doing backup vocals in this band? Uh, yes, sometimes in a couple of songs. Amazing backup. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> she did Thank some you. backup on my, my last album as well and really made yeah. some of the parts Aww. that she sang in, so she's a multi, a multi-talent. She's very mate. And actually, another thing about Lauren, she um, gave me the idea of starting a tea cupboard yes. at home—a little tea awesome. cupboard above the above the um, what do you call it? The kettle. Oh, the yeah, stove. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. The stove, yeah. Because yeah. um, when I, I box, <laughs> collection of teas, it was amazing. Yeah, so, I love my tea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so, if you guys had to describe your music to someone who hasn't heard you before, 
how would you describe it? Um, I guess it's punk folk. Yeah. Um, in a really brief way to put it, it's I don't know. It's traditional nerdy instruments with a lot of angst behind them all. Um, I guess so. It's it's I don't know. Yeah. It, it changes a lot. I think every song is kind of different, but we still have a certain kind of flavor yeah. to it. Formula. formula. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, it is hard to describe, but I think that's kind of what it is: folk punk. Yeah. Okay. But punk folk. Sorry, it's probably more emphasis on the punk. Like it's mm. still a bit angsty, a bit, little bit raw, with folk elements because we do like to tell a lot of stories. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's yeah. Lyrically, sort of punk. As well, or folky yeah, because of the stories. Yeah, I like to think that we're pretty um, uh, politically driven, yep. or um, whether that be, you know, um, whether that be about uh, domestic violence, yeah. or um, yeah, our government, or or just depression, or yeah. um, anything yeah. sort of thing. But um, yeah, like not uh, not all of our songs have like a hard hitting message, but uh, it's nice that when you've got a microphone, it's nice to use it for something good. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that leads our yeah. writing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you still doing your solo stuff at all, Steph? Uh, I haven't been. Yeah. Uh, like not for any particular reason. Just it's more fun to play with. It's um, more fun to play with Sean. rusted tongue than it is to play on my yeah. own. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know, I feel pretty nervous being a solo artist now because there's no one to blame my mistakes You shouldn't. <laughs> I remember, like, when, um, like, before we started playing together because, yeah. like, Steph and I have been friends for a while. Yeah. And I love her solo stuff. And I remember once, like, at a, what was it, an idiot fest at the Brunny Hotel. Yeah. I miss And she Brunny. was playing and um, I had my trumpet there because I was playing with my other bands and... You were yeah. playing, and I, I, I just came out, and I started playing my trumpet. It, it was, was really fun. It was we, so it fun. It was in this the acoustic stage yeah. in this little alleyway. So the, I just see Fran coming up with her trumpet and the amazing, yeah. tremendous <laughs> trumpet sound. <laughs> it was yeah. Great. I yeah. think from that moment on, we knew we went to play together. It was destined. <laughs> yeah, I but yeah, I love too. your solo stuff. It's so good. I miss the Brunny. Mm, it was amazing. It's a shame. Rip the brunny, man. It's one man. of the only venues that I'll probably get tattooed on my body because it, was, <laughs> yeah. it meant so much, man. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, what is it now there? What have they... It's just closed they down. they just knocked it down? Or? Uh, it's, it's still there. It's still there. It's too water damaged. You, you know what they have started knocking down, though? The fucking Palais. Yeah, I, I saw know. that. They've fully started gutting it out. Yeah. It's horrible. It's it's. I, I yeah. That was the venue that Destroyed I saw it. my first <laughs> <Yeah>. over 18s <laughs> uh, show at. Nah. Well, it had no, damage, I think. What, or ding Dong. That was Ding Dong, maybe. Oh. Yeah, that came back, though. Yeah. That's closed down now as well. Again? Yeah. Mm. I think, yeah. Anyway, so... Oh, yeah. 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 Rock, and that's yeah. gone too now. Yeah. I feel like for a, a time and a place, yeah. we were just playing at Bombay Rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was great. Like, yeah. And we totally took it for granted. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice totally to have spoiled. a base where um, you're like yeah. used yeah. to the everything. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice to be in places like Cafe Gummo and, and, it, and just yeah. trip it right back down to um, just, I don't know, like so many people already like here tonight we've rocked up and there's like friends from 
Hobart. Years in Hobart. Like, and yeah. Yeah, like friends uh, from like over 10 years ago. It's really or, nice. You know, and it's really refreshing. And I think really this venue feels like someone's house. Like, yeah, it feels like home. home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Mark. Do you have a guitar that has all the strings? Because yes, and really I've, uncomfortable got, I've got spare strings. strings. What string do they need? Do you need, need it? Well, I'll be back and I'll tell you what yeah. string it is. All okay. right. <laughs> that was Mark Jolly. His, his he's uh, booked tonight and he's from Gutters Girl. Is he the album launch person? Gutters. Yes. Yeah. He plays the gut bucket and guitar. Wow, it's such a gross name. Gut bucket. The gut bucket. Yeah, gut bucket. Gut bucket. So uh, a tub it's a with a string explain. and a stick. A, uh, oh, right. It's a G string. Of course awesome. it is. I've got a G string on right now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a gut bucket. It's a bucket with a broom handle and a bass string. Yeah. What uh, do you it's, play? it's a paracord. <laughs> paracord. It's like parachute cord. Yeah, buy it from a. Hardware store anywhere. Beautiful. Right. Can we get a look at this thing? Um, Do you have no, it here? I don't no. have it here. Oh, you don't have it here? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, you cannot look at it. Musical instrument on stage. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. Give editing. It is. Okay, so the new EP is self-titled? It is. Shall we talk about the tracks? Sure thing. All right. So your first track, I believe, is Careless. That's right. Um, so I sing in that. Uh, Fran plays the trumpet and Lauren's on bass. Yes. Yeah, clarinet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and everyone else is as they always are. Um, so, yeah, that's a fun song. Um, that's one that I wrote. Um, my, I don't know. I just wanted to write a simple song that had simple, uh, a simple rhyme scheme with, like, traditional kind of, uh, punky rock chords in it and I didn't want to think too much about it when I wrote it because I have a tendency to overthink when songwriting as everyone does like some of that's good some of it's not so yeah, yeah I just banged that one out and um, yeah bringing on the trumpet has really made it as has um, bass clarinet and having everyone else play along thickened, so, it, thickened it right up yeah really thickened it right up cool <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the first track you recorded or did you sort of Oh, uh, we did the bass and guitar. Sorry, bass and yeah. drums first. Yeah, we, we have another band member. Hi, Kat. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi, Fiddle players. Fiddle has arrived. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so we yeah did it that way. I don't remember specifically what track we kind of started on. And then we just moved through yep. uh, the parts, like yep. 13 parts, like yep. you said. So, yep. yeah, that's right. And then second track, Truest Grit. Oh, yeah, so I wrote that song. I started that song when I was um, traveling in Morocco and I just bought this really beautiful ukulele when I was in Spain and had a lot of time on my hands and I just started writing about traveling. And then when I got back, um, Steph and I were really drunk. Um, Were we? we, we, Yeah, (laughs) one one time when we were drunk together. Maybe high. And we, um, and I I think I started playing it or something like this and... and, um, like, I'd never really written a song before. and uh, yeah. Her first song's a banger, just And um, it was so nice to have Steph, like, there to really coax it out of me and, and develop the sound. And um, from there, I just uh, started playing with the band and, and we kind of really developed it from there and everybody wrote their own parts. And um, it's a really fun song and it really reminds me of, like, um, beautiful days, but really hard days and really trying days. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's a song about that. Cool. Yeah. And is this Eva? 
Yes. This is Eva, our bassist. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello. Hi, podcast people. <laughs> Eva's the bass player. She is. Welcome. Hey, Chris. <laughs> um, there's a lot of people arriving at the yeah. venue right yeah. now, so we are highly in demand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, track number three, Black. Black. So this is a complicated name. This is one of my ones again. Um, like everyone's written their own parts and contributed to it, but it's called Black Saturday. Open bracket, ashes, close bracket. <laughs> Um, and that's about depression and anxiety and uh, yeah I don't know I when I wrote that I wrote it to be like for a band but I didn't have a band yet yeah (laughs) so I think that everyone's parts like Lauren's cello part amazing and Fran's trumpet part and everyone drums and bass and fiddle have just really made that the song that I envisioned in my head cool. and I wouldn't have been able to bring that out without yeah everyone so it's such a really actually a beautiful song to play like um you know you can really the resonating like uh parts between mm. certain instruments and stuff it, it just really brings it out and it's it's lovely to play and the harmonies yeah, too it's um it's a really nice harmony song and I really appreciate um that as well so yeah, that's that song. Awesome. Uh, number four is Infallible You. Oh, um, that one I wrote when I was out in the in, in the Pilbara. Uh, my partner and I were working out there for a few weeks and it was really secluded and once again I'd been employed by some shitty employee and I was just really pissed off and, um, and I just thought about all my previous employers and I wrote that song pretty much and I think a lot of people could probably identify oh, so you're welcome it's I think <laughs> our most relatable number yeah. because everyone's had a shit boss and who doesn't Just like to fucking, talk about it you know, I, do. Yeah. I might skip straight yeah. to that track yeah <laughs> uh, and the last track is Good Men Good Men um, yeah so I wrote that around the same time as I wrote Infallible and um, it was at a time when I out in the Pilbara um, really isolated and um, I found out via the news and through social medias that um, a girl called Eurydice Dixon had been raped and murdered um, in our city and I guess it really resonated with me because I'd been away from my friends and family for so long and it was really, it really touched me and it really upset me because um, she was doing exactly the same thing as, as we all do, like, you know, we go out, we party and we party hard and then we go home and we get home um, and rightly so like why should we ever feel afraid to be afraid to do that and um, you know I was so angry and so upset and um, so I I wrote it and um, when I got back um, to my beautiful band and my beautiful band members we um, together we put put the parts together and I think we did a really good job of like um, posing this juxtaposition between really uplifting music and really powerful music but also having a really um, strong message to all the good men um, out there like don't fuck with us don't fucking touch us um, unless we say we want it um, but unless that consent is given you can fuck right off out of here and I think with the and, good good men yeah. thing like in the in terms of domestic violence we always see in the media that someone was such a great man and then you find out that he shot his whole family and you've, we've got to have a look at that kind of language and yeah. that kind of narrative and I think that people have to realise as well that that's the end result like that's the end game like that's the top of the pyramid but 
all that shit has been going on for years and years and years and there is the the bottom of the pyramid and where what are the signs for that and how do we um, identify that and then how do we deal with that as well as a community as a as an, as a society yeah. and it's really important that we start to get really serious about it because the statistics aren't going down they're in fact going up like yeah. it's some kind of Eight fucked up challenge have been killed this year yeah and I can't remember how many last year yeah um, but yeah we need to talk about it and yeah. we need to call out sexist behavior and attitudes yeah and yeah and tell everyone about consent and how wonderful that is too yeah like exactly yeah so yeah and that's and that's how that came to be cool right so march 27th march 27th get on down if you can launch at bar yep we've got some lovely new merch and uh some some bangers some new bangers really cool t-shirts and bags coming your way all homemade uh, recycled cassette tapes. Yep, and yeah. a really wonderful lineup as well. I yeah. think it's um it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're really excited for it. Cool. And um, social media links. You're on Facebook. Yeah. Yes. www.facebook.com <laughs> forward slash rusted tongue. Cool. <laughs> and Instagram as well. Yeah, we're yep. on Instagram. Uh, I'm similar. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Same if stitch. you want to book us, we're rustedtonguemusic at gmail.com. Awesome. <laughs> For all your wedding needs. Yeah. <laughs> well, best of luck with the show tonight. Thanks um, thank you so much, Craig. Thanks, everyone, for coming on and having a chat. Thanks uh, I'll look for forward us. to the new EP. We'll share it once it, once it comes out, once Woo-hoo. it drops. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks. Cheers. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks everyone for tuning in. Check out Rusted Tongue. Cheers. Bye.